Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue into the book of Joshua. And we're going to look at chapters 4, 5, and 6 this morning. So if your Bible is handy and you can open it, uh, we look at the continuation of the occupation of the uh, initial uh, incursion uh, into uh, the land of uh, uh, Canaan, uh, the land that God was promised. And so chapter 4 uh, deals with the actual uh, taking up of the stones as they crossed through the Jordan and how those were to be utilized in the instruction of new generations. Uh, chapter 5, uh, see something of the, the, the uh, covenantal sign being renewed. Uh, it, it seems that during the wilderness wanderings that uh, uh, that because of the disobedience of that generation, uh, circumcision uh, uh, was not practiced in the wilderness. And so uh, uh, with the, the new generation having been raised up, they were entering in at this time uh, to, to go back and uh, put in place uh, this sign that, that uh, uh, marks out the reality uh, that they are to be distinct, that they are to be separate uh, from uh, the un, uh, unbelieving world. And so we see that in chapter 5. We see uh, this uh, first uh, Passover uh, there in uh, verses 10 and this, ex this encounter uh, with the commander of the Lord's army. We'll come back and talk about that in just a moment. Uh, then in uh, chapter 6, uh, this miraculous uh, assault, so to speak, upon Jericho and the supernatural way uh, in which uh, the nation of Israel is, uh, is, is given uh, the, this great city, this, this uh, uh, stronghold that, that basically stood as the gateway into uh, all of the land that God had promised. And so uh, this stronghold had to be defeated. And so we know the great story of uh, the marching around of the walls and ultimately uh, that they fell uh, to the ground and uh, the armies of the Lord went in and uh, destroyed its citizens and uh, took over uh, Jericho and removed that obstacle to their occupation. And uh, we know that uh, Rahab, uh, the prostitute, uh, was spared uh, in all of that uh, assault. And so uh, let's go back to chapter 5. Let's take a minute and look at uh, verses 10 uh, through 15. So while the people of Israel were encamped at Gilgal, they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month uh, in the evening of the, on the plains of Jericho. And the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate of the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. And the manna ceased the day after uh, they ate of the produce of the land. There was no longer manna for the people of Israel, but they ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. And so that's an interesting transition uh, from the provision that God had made for them uh, in the course of their journey, now arriving in the land. The land is the fulfillment of God's promises, uh, and so they shall uh, eat of it. Even though they didn't grow these crops, they are receiving as a gift of God's grace uh, His provision. And then verse 13, when Joshua was, Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or our adversaries? And he said, No, but I am of the, com the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face in earth and worshipped him and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. 
and Joshua did so. And so, again, kind of another bookend. Uh, uh, we're introduced uh, to the call of Moses uh, by this great vision and description of this uh, uh, encounter as being on holy land or on holy ground. Remove your feet, uh, sandals from your feet. Uh, so we see that similar instruction uh, to Joshua, again, uh, emphasizing kind of a continuity, discontinuity with Moses, that he is the, the new leader of, of the people. Uh, there's a lot of discussion as to who uh, was this commit, uh, particular commander of the army of the Lord. Uh, many would argue that uh, uh, it is a, a Christophany, a, a pre-incarnate uh, uh, visitation of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's entirely possible. That may be what's going on uh, there uh, because certainly uh, uh, the, the falling at the feet of this particular personage is, is, is not uh, discouraged or rejected. And so quite possibly uh, it is a pre-incarnate Christ uh, coming uh, to once again ensure uh, Joshua of the, the mighty presence of God with them. And so uh, we, we see, uh, again, a, a reminder of God's faithfulness in, in the celebration of the Passover. Uh, of course, the Passover looks forward to that ultimate effective sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. We see the, the appearance of one who uh, certainly may indeed uh, be uh, a pre-incarnate Christ, but at the very least it's a reminder uh, that God is with these people. And again, uh, Jesus Christ is God with his people. And so uh, uh, whoever it was, it kind of functions in that, uh, in that same way. And so uh, I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.